You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Noah's still one of my best friends. I've played basketball with him since middle school. We've been on the same team, same AAU teams, and we talk every week. Uh, I mean, he's still, it's not like, just because he went to another school, it's not like I'm going to just completely put him off to the side. He's still one of my good friends. We chat football all the time. He's He's been doing great things at Rutgers. Um, he, he's been balling out, and that's good for him because he's an athlete. I think he deserved, in, in a lot of ways, to, to be a, an athlete somewhere. We had three great quarterbacks here um, competing for the job. Uh, Noah went on to Rutgers, and he's doing great things for them, so it was good to see. Yeah, I've been able to watch a little because we've had common opponents, and I've gotten to watch a couple games. And looks like the, the player that we thought he was when we recruited him and knew he was when he's here. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett here. The segment of the Husker Online Show brought to you by Tanner's Sports Bar and Grill on 30th and Yankee Hill. Get on into Tanner's as they'll have the Husker game on here as Nebraska gets ready to play Rutgers, Husker basketball, all the college football championship games this weekend, as well as the NFL action. Go Chiefs. Um, it's a great Chiefs bar. It's a great Giants bar, Robin Washett, as, as you found out a couple weeks ago too, right? Well, because everybody leaves you alone. That's why. I can just sit there and stew about it with no one bothering me. You got the wings, though? Oh, yeah. Got oh, the yeah. wings. All right. Char well, Blair. Get on at Tanner's, 30th and Yankee Hill. You just heard Scott Frost and Austin Allen, Robin, talking about Noah Vedrill. I know this is our offensive st- storyline segment, but I wanted to keep this on that side of the show uh, because he played offense at Nebraska. He played for Coach Frost. Just think about this hypothetical. We were in Atlanta, Georgia on January 1, 2018, covering a Peach Bowl. And Noah Vedra was the number two quarterback. McKenzie Milton was the number one. Who would have thunk in mid-December of 2020, Noah Vedra would be starting against Nebraska potentially for Rutgers, and McKenzie Milton would now be a grad transfer to Florida State? Yeah. I mean, who would have thought on March 11th of 2020 that the guard playing for Nebraska in the Big Ten tournament against Indiana would be playing quarterback for Rutgers. That's how crazy this year has been. When, <laughs> when the basketball team had a couple Noah football Vedrill, guys on loaner. Did he score a point? I don't remember. Did I, he have a free throw? Or? Uh, Brant Banks, I know, went to the line. I don't think he made either one of them. I, honestly, like that's the last thing. I don't remember anything of the game. I remember everything from the sideline and afterwards. But, yeah, I mean, just, just how wild is that? That seems like two years ago, for one. And now that guy who was dishing in entry passes to uh, Nebraska's left number two left tackle is now going to be a quarterback for Nebraska, or for Rutgers uh, on Friday. The fact that Noah Vedrill did that, when you think about that, I mean, now that he kind of knew he was leaving, um, they had not pulled the plug yet officially on spring ball. Like It was like a day later. But I think he had a foot out the door, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to have a great story to tell my kids. I played basketball for Nebraska in the Big Ten tournament against Indiana. Yeah. Hopefully he got to keep some of the gear. I think he played in the last completed game of the college basketball season. He made a sweet pass. Because I know the Creighton game started the next day, but they canceled that at halftime. So, <laughs> All right, so Noah Vedro played two min- or three minutes, missed both of his shots. One of them was a three, and he had a foul. So, hey. <laughs> Well, now and he could he's start. In the book. So he's played quarterback for Scott Frost in Central Florida. He started multiple games at Nebraska. Or started the Indiana game. I don't know if he started two games or just Indiana for, for. He started against Indiana in football and basketball for Nebraska, and he started against Indiana for Rutgers as a quarterback in football. What a ride! And, and he's not done yet. I don't know if we'll <laughs> see him. That's a thing. Yeah. I mean, I know Noah really well. I've known him since he was a young kid, um, and. I know he wants to play in this game bad. I, I don't know if we're going to see him play. I mean, this is like 
he was on crutches on the sideline during that game on Saturday. He's got bad ankles from his basketball days, and he, you know he's just a guy that takes some shots every once in a while. He's not a big guy, uh, but I, I would be surprised if we see him. I, yeah. I, I would, but I know how much this game means to him. Well, and the the Maryland defensive lineman got suspended by oh, they Loxley. Like he oh, made, for internally. a half. Yeah, he's like they watched the film and Lockley was like, "This is such a dirty play. Like we can't let this go unpunished." He issued, issued an apology to pretty Shiano. much what Colorado did to Adrian Martinez, but exactly. they, they but actually they owned admitted it. it. Yeah. So uh, whether he plays or not, though, there's not a person maybe that hasn't coached for Scott Frost that knows Scott Frost's offense better than Noah Vedral. and so he's been with them all four years of his time as a head yeah. coach before he even played a game as a Husker he was as knowledgeable as any player on the team about what Frost wanted to do so uh, I mean this is a guy that is going to be a valuable asset for for Rutgers defense uh, all week and you know they're going to pick his brain and this Nebraska has admitted like you know we know that he's probably going to be telling them stuff and you know he's probably going to give them some hints as to our approach but uh, Nebraska can't go out of its way just because of what they think Noah Vedral might tell him and what he might know. Well, and some other things to watch. I meant we talked about Brennan Hyamas leaving. That means Turner Corcoran will start at left tackle, a Rivals 100 true freshman, anchored on the right side by redshirt freshman um, Bryce Benhart, and then you've got redshirt freshman Ethan Piper, sophomore Cam Jurgens, senior Matt Farniak. The young, I mean, unofficially, Robin, the youngest starting five Nebraska football's ever played on, on a line. I, I mean, can you be any younger than that? It'd be hard to. And, you know, uh, one of the questions to Matt Lubick uh, earlier this week was, have you ever had this happen before? And he said, yeah, one time at Oregon, they had three freshmen playing, and it's just because they got just destroyed with injuries and were just desperate trying to get through a game. So uh, this is a very rare situation where you have to rely on this much youth. But, you know, look at the big picture of all this. You know, as far as this season's concerned, you know, this game is what it is. But the reps and the snaps these young players are all going to get, that's where the value really comes into not only this game, but potentially playing a bowl game looking ahead is all these young guys, you know, they're going to actually have some experience under their belt, particularly on that offensive line, which is the the, the core foundation of what this, this whole thing is about. Well, and it's signing day, Robin, and a lot of our listeners are recruiting junkies. Well, Bryce Benhart and Tanner Turner Corcoran, are the highest-ranked tackles Nebraska has ever signed that played. Now, Baker Steinkiller technically was higher, but he never played tackle in college. Mm -hmm. But these are the two highest-ranked tackle recruits the Huskers have signed in the Internet era. Because obviously there's different recruiting eras of rankings and and, and whatnot. But Husker fans want to see these guys. So I'm intrigued to see. I think he's going to have a tough matchup, though. I think uh, Rutgers is very aggressive. Uh, They average – you know, they average about 10 to 15 quarterback pressures per game. Yeah, they got 17 sacks. That's like third or fourth in the Big Ten. They're, they're aggressive. So they're going to come at Corcoran and Ben Hart. And Minnesota, Robin, did not blitz once on 27 dropbacks to Adrian Martinez. All of their pressure came with four-man pressures. Yeah, and it was a it was a tough day for Bryce Benhart. You know that was twice a, he got two or three times yeah. on on just a single speed rush. I think he gave up yeah what three three pressures, two sacks, something like that. So you know that was that was a tough kind of trial by fire. But uh, that's kind of what this is all about. I mean, these young guys, the only way they're going to learn is by being out there and going through it. And uh, to get, I mean, obviously Ben Hart's got a whole season under his belt. Uh, you know, Jurgens is two years now into his campaign, and then getting Corcoran out there to get some reps. I mean, that's invaluable looking ahead to the future because those guys are going to be the linchpins of that offensive line for the next few years. All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to shift back over to defense now as Rutgers will have 
potentially Noah Bedrill, but a, no, regardless, a very tough offense to prepare for as they'll throw a lot of things at Nebraska, maybe as much as any team has all year, and the challenge of that is doing it on a short week. We'll talk about that next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.